Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith today. We are in Psalm 30 today. I hope you guys are having a good morning, a good day, whatever... Whatever it finds you as that you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> you you read the title of the song that says, Joy Comes with the Morning, with the morning. and you're just locked into morning just now. Mor- well, we're, recording in morning. we're recording in the morning. The morning. Psalm's so about morning. But then I realized... So people, if you haven't listened oh. in the morning, that's okay. Have you even listened? No, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, Steve, would you read for us Psalm 30? Yeah, Psalm 30. Please. Joy Comes with the Morning. I will extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried for you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Sheol. You have restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. Sing praise to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. Mm. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. But your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid my f- your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cry, and to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me, O Lord, be my helper. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing, and you have loosened my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness, that my glory that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. Hmm. O Lord, my God, I will ever give thanks to you forever. Mm, thank you so much. I love this one. How uh, just even the title "Joy Comes with the Morning." You know, it's like that uh, weeping may last for mm-hmm. a night, but joy like there's a time. But joy's coming. Yeah, you got hope. you got that uh, that that old. <clears throat> I should I say old, but it's not really all that old. But the praise song, right? Mm-hmm. There's that. Uh, joy comes in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I forget how it goes, but I can just hear that line. We used to sing it. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, but I, but I mean, <laughs> I just love the fact that it's implying we're expecting that joy yep. is coming. So like there is. There is a time where there may be joy might feel absent, but it is not forever. Yeah. Um, and I think in this, we can learn what to do while we're waiting for that joy. Where David says, I will extol you, Lord, for you yep. have drawn me up and have not let my foes rejoice over me. So while we're waiting, we praise and, and extol the, nom- the name of the Lord. Why? Because he has drawn us up. So this kind of depicts that David was down. He often refers to being in the pit, yep. uh, being low, yep. uh, constantly through the psalm so far and we're only in 30 there's many more to go which i'm sure we will also like i know 40 is coming like there's there's so many times yep 40 comes after 30 (laughs) 42 is after that there's just so many times that we're gonna read about the pit the muck the mire um sheol like you know where god has lifted him up yeah saved him from his enemies and brought him out of a dark down place yeah to a place of joy so he's expecting that he's praising god as he's brought him up and expecting for that to happen. Yep. Yeah. So verse two, he says, Oh Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you have healed me. Mm -hmm. So God hears us. David is saying, God hears us. I cried. He healed me. 
he heard my plea. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Yes. Like, so David will talk about that pretty, pretty often. Yeah. That, yeah, pretty often. That God has healed him. Yes. But yet we don't ever know of a time where David was really sick or like physically, injured you mean? or yeah, well, norm- normally like healed means you were sick or hurt. Right? I guess, but I think if But we don't actually have we yeah. don't have anything that talks about that. Where he is actually where, physically where he's limited. actually, you know, like we have stories where David was laid low and you know, or or wounded in battle or any of those kinds of things. Like he for all intents and purposes, you read through scripture, David's life seems to, you know, be pretty easy as far as sickness Physi- goes, Yeah, right? physical With strength. As far as injury goes, you know? Right. Like, like Jacob is wounded and, and walks with a limp and right. by God and, and has a cane mm-hmm. or a staff that he leans on. And uh, like Paul talks about the stitch, you know, the, 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 the problem that mm-hmm. he has mm-hmm. that, that is with him all the time we have we have biblical characters that talk about mm-hmm. their actual weaknesses right yes but yeah david talks about being healed all the time but mm-hmm. we don't actually know what well verse or how. Uh, psalm 6 verse 2 which this verse refers to it says be gracious to me O lord for i am languishing yeah. heal me O lord for my bones are troubled so so maybe it's like worry stress right that'd be when Saul yeah. was chasing him like the emotional Yeah, the mental. And that does take a toll physically. I mean, anyone who has ever struggled with depression or any kind of a mental angst will tell you that it hurts our body. Like our body suffers as well. Yeah. It's just, I find that interesting Mm -hmm. because there's different, like, yeah, I'm looking at a thing that has a note here, like, it says, commentators believe that David remembered when God saved his life from a life-threatening illness. Interesting. With a similarity to Hezekiah's psalm of praise after sickness, Isaiah 38, verses 10 through 20. Right. Hezekiah was super sick. Yeah. And God saved him. Mm -hmm. We don't have that story with David. So we just assume it's there somewhere. But But maybe it's not. But we don't have it. But yet he clearly is super thankful to God for healing him Mm -hmm. from something. From, yeah. Or in rescuing him, yeah. Verse 3, yeah, he goes on to say, Oh, Lord, you have brought me up. You have brought up my soul from Sheol. Mm-hmm. You restored me to life from among those who go down to the pit. So he's yeah. continuing to praise. He's talking about being brought up again. He talks about being surrounded by those who are headed to the pit and how God has brought his soul up and restored him to life. So he's obviously, whatever it is, mm-hmm. feeling dead, feeling... Yeah. Um, left, feeling like he is going down with all these other people, these enemies being carried away with them, and yet God intervened, brought him up, brought him to life, and lifted him up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would have, I mean, David would have been it's not like it's not like he didn't actually kill people. Like, he knew no. he knew the finality of death and mm. how close it was. That's right, that's right. right? Like, well, you, you know, he would have seen he would warrior. have seen, yeah, he would have seen so much in, in battle. And you realize, you know, that, that fine line between life and death, it's whose sword is just that little bit quicker. Whose yeah. stone in the creek lands right. at the right spot. Who's having not, like, you know, a good day that way. Quick yeah. reflexes, whatever it is, right? All like, it things. all matters. Verse 4, he goes on to say, Sing praises to the Lord, O you his saints, and give thanks to his holy name. So here he's thankful and he's singing praises. And I think when, when you come out of darkness, 
you come from dead to life, you realize there is yeah. so much to be thankful for. But don't you find it interesting? So here, like he is consciously and with intent being thankful. Um, when we have kids, when we were younger, are they naturally thankful? Or do we have to teach them? Like we have to teach them to oh, say yeah, thank no. you. Um, so many times we teach gratitude because it is not something that comes natural to us. So here David is saying, be thankful. Yeah. Intentionally, when God has done things in your life, be thankful to him. And as we get older, I think we realize it's easier maybe to realize all of the things to be thankful for mm-hmm. that we have because you see things through a different lens than when you were a child, right? Like you, somebody gives you, I don't know, gives you something as yeah. a child and you just take it and run. Whereas your parent stops you and says, no, no, what do you say yeah, to that yeah. person? You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> what do you we gotta, say, guys? You got to fight against the gimmies, right? Give me that. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Mm-hmm. You expect. There's so much that that we as people expect. Yes. Which yeah. means we're not thankful for it. That's we expected right. it. You give me it's what is It's an entitled thing rather right. than a thankful gratitude thing. So I think that is something that we have to be very conscious about even today in our own lives, in our own walk with the Lord, to be thankful to him for how he has, how he has lifted us up. Like I know um, last week we were talking about, I don't remember if it was a psalm or, or, a, or a, the Thursday one, but we were talking about how our walks, our testimonies are different, you, you and me. I yep. grown up for the most part, in a Christian family. My parents came to faith when I was quite young, and you came to faith later as a teenager. So our experience in life and our path has been very different in how we met Jesus. And I think for someone um, with my story, where uh, we take it for granted sometimes, right? Like, are we really thankful? Do we stop and think of what Jesus has done to save us uh, from, from death? Yeah. From, you know, he's lifted us up. And yes, of course, there's things in my path, past that I've walked through with the Lord that he has healed me from. And, and I'm thankful for so many things. But I think it's so easy to fall into that complacency and that, well, mm-hmm. this is just all I've ever known. So obviously, this is just what he does for me. Yeah, and, and there, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And, and there in that, that verse, even David takes it a step farther. It's not just his thankfulness. Yeah. He's saying, hey, all the saints, all, all you people, can you be yeah. thankful for me? Right, mm-hmm. and we start to remember that there is, uh, and this is one of the things, right? We're talking discipleship.ca, and a lot of what we do is talking about or, or, or hoping that we are helping people in their individual walk of faith, but there is a corporate walk of faith as well. It's yes. not just us You're as together. a person. There's us in our family units. Yeah. There's us right. in our in our relational connectedness. There's us in our church families. There's mm-hmm. us, and and all throughout Scripture, and here's a, here's a spot the king of Israel is saying to the people, can you be thankful for me, for what God has done for me? Yeah. Like, just, yeah, as your just remember is. what God has done, not for you, yeah. for me. Yeah. And be thankful. Like, give some praise and thanks to God for what he's done for me. And we forget that uh, when good stuff happens in our lives, mm. when God uh, clearly is at work and doing things, and he's always at work and he's always, always doing things. But always. when God is clearly answering prayers, when God is clearly doing something that is worthy of thanksgiving and praise, mm-hmm. we should be doing it much more than just in our quiet right. moments alone. Well, yes. It should be a communal thing. Like we need to have those moments where we corporately say, hey, yeah. This is what God is doing. I want everybody to like. Well, and then celebrate together. Praise in that, right? Yeah, like, and so for me, if somebody, somebody in our church stands up and says, "Praise God, this is what He's doing in my life," then the rest of us 
have that opportunity to praise his name and be thankful for that person as well yeah. in community. Yeah, exactly. that's a good point. Exactly. Well, before we head to verse 5, can you actually look up 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17? Oh, my goodness. I know. I'm going to throw one your way. Be like, oh, by the way. <sighs> Verse 5, he goes on to say, for his anger. Sorry, so hey, wait. Second Corinthians what? 4.17. I can tell I, you again. I at least give it to you written down so you can prep it. I know. Well, you're Second maybe better. 2 Corinthians 4.17. That's correct. All right. Um, so verse four, he's saying, sing praises to the Lord. Give thanks to his holy name. Let's, let's do this together. And then he goes on to say, for his anger is but for a moment, and his favor is for a lifetime. A lifetime. Can you read? Do you have it? Yes. Second uh, Corinthians 4, 17. For this light momentary, momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Hmm. Yes, and then verse, uh, I'm going to go to read one more verse, or Psalms 126, verse 5 also says, those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. Mm. So there's this, God's anger lasts, but for a moment. Just a moment. Yet his favor forever. Yep. A lifetime. And yep. I love, I love that. Um, and I think this is kind of also pointing uh, to Jesus. I'd love to see like where we can see Jesus in the Psalms talking about heaven forever mm-hmm. with him in heaven. That's yeah. just something that is to be thankful and to praise for every day, all day long, all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like never yeah. stop. <laughs> and yeah, his anger is but for a moment when there's a sufficient sacrifice right. offering uh, for that. Well, for Jesus, he was there one well, for all time. For, that's Jesus right? for us, that's right? That's that moment and then favor for a lifetime when we are in him, when we yeah. are thankful. When we we, we should are, all be pretty thankful that mm-hmm. Jesus was willing to and able to uh, absorb all of that anger to be the, towards yeah. sin. Yeah. But yet he chooses not to absorb all of that favor. Yeah. For enduring that we anger. We get the favor. Yeah, so he <laughs> is the, the rawest deal of all, yeah, really. Yeah, he gets the favor. We get the, we get we the, get the favor, favor for life. Mm. He get he got the anger for the cross. Yeah. For the, you know, the, 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 the three days on the cross in the, in the grave. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, he goes on to say, as for me, I said in my prosperity, I shall never be moved. Then he goes on to say, I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. So, um, oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I skipped ahead to verse 31. I was like, how did I have two verse sixes in my Bible? Oh, my. Verse six. Yeah, I was like, what six. are you reading? <laughs> I was so confused for a minute there. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just having a moment. Um, verse did, six, as for me, I sit in my prosperity. I shall never be moved. So we stand fast. We yep. declare it out loud to the Lord, in the Lord. Uh, he is our prosperity and where we get all we need and all we have. Yeah, and, and there's an important word there that I think a lot of us miss. My prosperity. Yeah, yeah. It's not just prosperity, like some unattainable measurement when you are scrolling social media and you see somebody who you think or... is an influencer with millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Because maybe they're not. Right. Um, it's our prosperity. Hmm. What 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 we view as prosperous mm-hmm. Uh, might be completely different than our neighbor or or other people in our church, and we st- we need to see where God is being gracious and lavish 
to us That's right. in our situation. Well, I, exactly. Exactly. And like, you will not be moved. You will stand fast and declare it loud. Mm. Not just for you, but for those around you. Okay, verse 7, the real verse 7. By your favor, <laughs> O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face. I was dismayed. This one I find uh, interesting because the first half, by your favor, O Lord, you made my mountain stand strong. Mm-hmm. And then he switches and says, you hid your face. I was dismayed. So without God, we die. We cannot exist without him. We will be dismayed. We will be made low. We cannot have function without him. Uh, Second Samuel and talks about David is made strong because of the Lord. Yeah. But later in his sin, he is disciplined by the Lord. So this is kind of talking about how uh, when God is removed, people perish. Yeah. Right? They, yeah, don't, they can't survive without his favor, without his presence. Yeah, and there's this idea that David's completely, completely dependent. Completely. On not just God, hmm. but being connected, the presence, That's the right. relationship, the mm-hmm. fellowship with him. The, 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 the back and forth of praise and God's favor. Exactly. And so those moments where God is uh, veiled from David, hmm. whether that's because of his sin or yeah. his inability to maintain that relationship because he's, you know, we're finite people, sin. so we get, we <laughs> get things mixed up in our heads and prior, priorities are different. But he's, you know, there's those moments. It's not that God is playing like hide and seek no, with David. No. It's that David has got stuff going on in his life that is separating him from God. And it's right. it's that back to yeah. working that out, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Um, but then verse 8 and 10, he continues to cry to the Lord. Actually, going back to that, it's not just David here that we're talking about, uh, that he's dismayed when the Lord's presence isn't there. It, it's all of Israel, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. Um, when Israel turned away from God, you know they don't flourish. They don't. They don't do well. They don't function without right. the Lord. So it's it's more than just David, but it's also his people and yeah, ultimately we're the s- reason that Jesus came. If you were to keep reading, well, if we were to flip out of the Psalms and go to mm. the the histories and follow along with the kings, yeah. Well, I is, have this all is of a those big down. deal, right? Like, yeah. As the king goes, the people go. That's right. Right? Quite often yes. in, in Israel. Quite often, yeah. So he says, To you, O Lord, I cry, and to the Lord I plead for mercy. What profit is there in my death? If I go down to the pit, will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? I love that. And then he says, Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my helper. I love that how he turns it. You know, like our kids, when they're bargaining with you, when they're trying to get you, they're like, well, if I do this, how is that actually going to help you? Like, so David's like, okay, if I die, if I go down to the pit, that's fine, but who's going to praise you? Who's going to tell of your deeds? Like, you need me, God. You need me to be doing this for you. It's kind of the attitude behind it. But then he turns around and says, but be merciful. So he says this in a humbleness. Like, I do want to live my days to praise you, to tell others about you. Uh, If I don't, Who's yeah. going to? And that's a twist, right? Hmm. Because, I mean, I just preached a sermon on Sunday that talked about, right. you know, the the reality of, you know, we're in Colossians and in chapter three, but it's that reality of how we live now for the eternal. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Later. Yeah. <laughs> David lives at a time where that eternal forever. They He's not aware of it. They didn't know how yeah. that works. So. That's right. So there is no, like for us in a New Testament reality, we're like, to live as Christ, to die is gain. Like it's better to be dead. I'm going to be in eternity with God forever. Whereas David's saying, if I'm dead, I can't praise. 
Yeah. And I'm not in relationship with you. So keep me alive. Yeah, yeah, please. Right? Be it's, merciful it's, here. It's the reality of the cross yeah. coming in. Um, so David is is isn't is almost functioning like he sees no gain in death mm. as far as that relationship with God goes. Right. Right? Because that was something that they weren't sure how it was no the, like, how that was actually going to play out that part yeah once you died right yeah we know that it's not final but did they i don't know that's a good point verse 10 hear O lord and be merciful to me O lord be my helper now going on to 11 you have turned me you have turned for me my mourning into dancing yeah you have loosened my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent O lord my god I will give thanks to you forever. I love this, how it says, you have turned my mourning into dancing so that mm-hmm. I may not be silent, so that when I praise you, I can do it for all to hear, so that I can sing of all the goodness and the blessings you have done in my life, not to keep it to myself, yeah. but to shout it, to say it out loud, to be bold. Yeah. And well, I think sometimes we miss that. Like, what is it that you need to be more vocal about? What is it that you need to ascribe glory and honor to the Lord for in your life. We are not to be silent. No, this is where David is saying, no, we need, this is why God saved us so that we can make his name great and declare it to those around us. Yeah. And it's, it's in those moments where we can dance, Mm -hmm. we should, right? So the celebration should be celebratory when we can. That's right. But the morning can be deep. Yeah. And it it is. is, And it is. Because God is the same in both. Yeah. Right. Exactly. like, and, and that was my next question. Do you praise his name in everything? So David is, is down in the pit, and God lifts him up. But down in the pit, he's still praising God. Yeah. And he's waiting for that healing or that uh, rescue. Yeah. But it starts in our heart. Well, it starts and, in our mind. And that loose sackcloth bit, right? Mm. The, the sackcloth was the process of lament. Yes, right? You that's go, right. You go to Job and you sit in the ashes and you well, put and on sackcloth. And, it's and a there's purposeful a purpose to lament. it. It's it's the worship of lament. That's right. It's, yeah, things are not going, woe is me. Yeah. Things are not going well, but God is still God. Yes. And for whatever yes. reason, we're going to walk through difficulty. So I'm wearing sackcloth to show that I'm in difficulty. That's I'm in right. mourning. I'm going to dress different. I'm going to act different. Mm-hmm. But it's still, uh, and, and we have such a poor poor understanding of what worship is I because agree. we think it's just singing songs on Sunday. Right. But it's so much more, more than, than the that. act of it, singing. Yeah. Wearing for David in this moment, wearing those sackcloths and then taking those sackcloths off is worship too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And to praise his name forever in all things. And I think some things that we miss is that that is a joy mm. and it is a privilege. Yeah. Not all, not all praise him. Not all get to praise yeah. him for whatever reason. Well, and in difficulty, right? We don't we don't worship hmm. uh, freely like that. Particularly, it's hard to worship in difficulty. But um, um, we need to we need to get to that spot so that we can, you know, uh, in the difficulty, mm-hmm. the praise brings us back to to him, the joy and the gladness, right? To him, yeah. yeah that redefining our attitudes and our emotion and and onto him, so that even in that despair. We're praising him. We're not focused on ourselves. We recognize that it's hurting and that it's painful and that we're in a dark spot. But we also have that hope in the praise that he's got us regardless. So my uh, encouragement to you today is to praise him. And whatever you're going through, whatever you're waiting on him for, are you praising him? 
Are you being vocal about it? Are you in your lament, if that's where you are, are you focused on him? He has got you, he's got a plan for you, and it is a good plan. And uh, I just, I want to encourage you to seek him. And if the waiting is hard, to praise him. Mm. Yeah, so thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or a comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.